Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast called When I'm High. This is the podcast where we talk about what it's like to be high on cannabis. Uh, So if you have forgotten, last week we talked to Justice from The Kitchen Couch. You can find that in a lot of cannabis-related places. Uh, Him and Riley, they uh, they make cannabis-infused foods while sitting on a couch and getting super-duper high. Uh, And then uh, just a little spoiler alert, over the next uh, few weeks, you are going to hear from Riley as well. And then their director slash writer slash producer slash editor, Liam, you will hear from him as well. So here we go with part two of Justice's interview. So you mentioned that you like chocolate and sour food when you get high. I'm sure you like other stuff too, but we'll we'll focus on those first. Um, what, What do you think... Uh, well, chocolate, because you said that you don't typically like chocolate when you're not high. Um, what What is it about being high that makes you want to eat it or enjoy it in this in that situation? I think, as along with before, is that normally you're just like, well, why Why would I? Like, you get those questions of like, why would I do this when I'm sober, you know? Like, and for me, it's just like, just do it, you know? Just just have the chocolate bar. Just go ahead, you know? Just be who who you want to be in that moment, even though it's just a chocolate yeah. bar. I, it's just for something about me that through the day, it's just like, no, don't give, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, so it's more of a um, uh, control or um, – so it's not that you don't like chocolate when you're sober. It's that you just choose not to have it because you know that maybe it's not healthy or you you know that you might overdo it. Is that And, and it is feels that right? way better when you're high. Like It's just like, okay. god damn. Yeah. So what, what is it? Why does it feel better? I know that these are really hard questions and I would hate to have somebody ask me these questions, but I, I want to, I want to know. <laughs> no, it's all right. Um, it's almost the wow factor. I'd say it's just like, wow, I shouldn't eat this. <laughs> and then, and then it's just like, it's so rich, right? Like it, everything I find becomes so much more intense when you smoke it, like from a glass of water to all the way up to a chocolate chocolate bar and eating sweets you know like it's all just it for me taste is vivid and everyone will tell you that it's better to eat food when you're stoned i don't know anyone that tells you different you know what i mean yeah that's probably true (laughs) so tell me about water what's water like when you get high you need to drink water if you smoke weed i i'm not i'm not going to try to tell you what's what but you're, you're, when you get when you smoke weed, you definitely get some sort of dehydration, just like when you drink alcohol, and that's important. Like people need to watch that. And the more water you can drink instead of drinking soda, like me, and being a fool, if you can drink more water, you're gonna feel better too. And your body notices it in a, in a really special way when you smoke weed, and it's almost like a it's like a refresh, a refresh with some refreshing water. And and then just like taking taking a drink when you're high of water specifically, what is that? What is that like? How is that different from drinking water when you're sober? Well, I like when I when I have a glass of water, I like it to be stupid cold. So like put it out in the snow. I don't care. You know, like I just want it to be freezing because it's almost like drinking a coffee, except in like two seconds, it wakes you right up. And when when it, when I'm sober, it's 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 really good. It works. But if I'm smoking, it's it's almost like a tingle that goes all the way down you. Mm. Yeah, that sounds good. And then uh, sour food. 
what's how is the sour food is it just is it just stronger flavors when you get high is that why like the sour it's like more sour yeah so like i like sour food like as i said i don't like i I don't usually like chocolate when i'm sober so i use i would eat sour candies right so when i'm high it's just like it's that this is my favorite thing and then just one more question with food because i know there's a lot of questions about food but what um what uh does does your um experience your mental experience of the food change do you think about the food differently or for you is it more about getting sustenance in you and the flavor for me i definitely think about it differently i there's an openness that comes there's also a a vividness that comes that might make you think about it too much and you're just like what am i doing why am i thinking this much about food and um that's those are two different spectrums but then also in a way if i haven't eaten and i smoke i know that my body's going to be like dude you need to eat right now and there's no question if it like it's there's like no ignoring it so most times i'll try to eat before i smoke so then i don't feel that way mhm cuz there's, there's no stopping it there's no stopping it at all like you, you, as i said like about focus it's it's that laser focus feeling again right right um Okay, so that's enough about food. Um, This next question is a very personal question, so if you want to pass, you can say pass, no problem. Um, But it's uh, it's a sex. What is sex like when you're high? It's it's uh, distracting to say the least. (laughs) Distracting. What what do you mean by that? (laughs) Well, well, it's great. So you can't you can't not enjoy it too, right? So. I'm. I'd say it's like it's like the eleven out of ten you weren't expecting. Yeah, that one definitely goes to eleven. If you're smart about it, you're gonna have a great time. But just like with anything, if you're dumb about it and you are rebellious and don't think that karma or life is going to catch up to you, it's gonna be bad. You know, like you should be in focus. This is this is more than just yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's also great. It's also great. Like absolutely great. Nice. Um, and then is there is there a different feeling, um, either mentally or physically, that's very noticeable? It's almost like you can choose to think about it, or you can choose not to think about it, right? And okay. Yeah. If you focus on on what's going on, then th- and then that's your that's what's going to happen, right? Like depending on how you're feeling, you're going to change the outcome. Yeah. As I said before, if you can't tell, it's usually great. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I like I like a lot of these things that you're saying. Um, let's see. What about sleep? Um, do you feel like your sleep is affected if you get high beforehand? Sometimes. Like if I have something bothering me, if I'm thinking about it, and I smoke that sativa because I love sativa, and that's, that's <laughs> part of my problem is I'll smoke a sativa before bed. And I'll I'll sit there and think about it probably longer than I would have if I was just trying to go to bed and not smoking, which doesn't usually happen, but we'll, we'll say it happened. But for me, it's uh, I can also just go to sleep at the drop of a hat when I smoke too, right? It's just like, all right, good night. Yeah, that's definitely a, a way that it's affected. Um, and then what about your dreams? Do you feel like you remember them more, remember them less? 
do they are are your dreams weirder or more normal? How do you think that that has changed? Now this is going to be debated, and this is personally only for me because I've actually struggled a little with this. So for me, I don't dream, and if I do, I don't remember them. And when I found when I cut back from smoking, or stopped maybe for a week, maybe I had to take a break for a bit because it's you've smoked too much. Like it's one of those turnaround and checkpoints. Um, then I'll find that I start to get nightmares when I start finally do start dreaming. And it doesn't matter how many times I wake up, go to sleep. Doesn't matter if I flip the pillow over. Doesn't matter if I go to sleep tomorrow. I'm gonna have nightmares, and it's a weird feeling. And it's it's something I try not to not to focus on too much because I don't enjoy it, but. I, I usually don't remember if I have a dream at all, but the ones I do, they're, they're definitely interesting and they don't make sense. <laughs> hmm. So I want to make sure that I understood this correctly, that you said that when you, just in normal time, if you, you know, getting high before bed, you don't really have any dreams or you don't remember them. But then if you take some time off, so sleeping while sober, that's when you start to get some nightmares. Yeah, and it it doesn't seem to doesn't seem to be able to go away, right? Like, it just seems like a consistent thing, and I'm not really sure what it's caused from. So, I can't say that it's from weed either. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, it's hard to know because you could be having those nightmares when you're high, but you just don't remember them. So you're something. You know, it definitely seems like weed is affecting your sleep in some way. Um, I, it's possible that. It could be, um, I don't, I can't think of the right word, but, um, you know, if you, if you took maybe like a full month off or something from smoking, uh, it's possible that your dreams would slowly go back to normal, but you know, that's also a month of not smoking. So I don't know if that's an experiment that you want to (laughs) try. Yeah. Like with me, this is just personal. I'm pretty content that it's not as prominent because like. I don't notice it, right? Like it just doesn't it doesn't seem as apparent to me. So I'm not really concerned about it either. It does suck. It really does suck. It's not it's like the only setback I've have with weed other than being a little harsh on your when you smoke it too much. Right. The 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 nightmares when you take some time off, that's a that's the problem. Yeah, that's the only thing. I that right. and running out of weed is what I don't look forward to. <laughs> yep, though those are pretty good problems to have, I guess. Um <laughs> are you um so we're changing changing subjects. Um do you consider yourself a spiritual or a religious person at all? Not really. I I like to believe in the good of people, so I like to believe that there's good in everyone, even though it might not be apparent. And I like to believe that if you just do well you'll you'll be all right like uh, there's a lot of different things that could weigh into what might happen next but because i don't know for sure i keep my mouth shut really (laughs) yeah do you feel like when you get high um do you become a little bit more of a spiritual or religious person um or are those not really thoughts that come into your mind i i definitely do so like Sometimes I'll try to figure it out, and obviously because you're high, you come up with some interesting thoughts. And for me, like if there was anything I could believe, it would be a little bit of reincarnation. So if I, if you had to think about reincarnation, I kind of start like, well, 
make a story then figure out how it goes and and it got down to the point where i remember i turned once to someone i was with at the time and i said so what if your reincarnation is just separate animals in multiple lives and like you start out as a human and then you go down to the ability of like a fish and you lose pretty much everything you know and then your third life is like a dog or a cat and it just carries on to like a leaf of a of a tree you know and you just keep stumbling down the ladder right and that that's only a thought i would have thought of if i was high yeah so yeah i mean that those are definitely some of the like stereotypical thoughts that stoners have um what I, I don't know what do you what do you think is happening in your brain why do you think that you think about those things when you're high opposed to when you're sober i think you'd like to believe that there's there, there is something, you know, out there. And when you do, you got to start coming up with ideas, right? And you, you just kind of, you kind of let yourself think what you want to think too. So it kind of carries itself along and that's, you know, who would come up with the idea of being a leaf in year four of, or life four of your experience, right? Like you'd have to be stoned to think of those things and you just embrace that type of feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fun to pretend, it is right right do you feel like um or have there been any times i don't i don't really know what the exact question is that that i want to ask but um have have there been any times where you um i don't know something specific happened or you had a specific thought that made you think about something sort of spiritual or bigger picture than what we here on earth can comprehend like was there a, a something specific that made you think oh what about what about this what is this reality i don't know did that question even make any sense who knows <laughs> well i'm probably going to downplay the question now i don't really think i have honestly like i haven't had one of those amazing breakthrough moments but I do have constant moments where I just want to be better. You know, like you think about yourself and you're like, just do better. Just give a little bit more. Just take a little bit of the load off or figure out where where you can get better, right? Yeah, I, I like that. And don't worry about downplaying the question because I don't know what the hell that question was in the first place. So it's all good. Don't worry, brother. <laughs> Thank you. Um do you consider yourself to be a pot nerd or a connoisseur? Do you really uh, study the stuff? I do for my for my own kind of way because I like to know. Like, I I grew weed for not near as long as a lot of people do, but like for the last at least three or four years straight, I've been constantly growing. But I only took the time off in the winter this winter to focus on. Well, I, I didn't have as much room as I'd like to, so I had to put it away as it was out in the greenhouse over the summer. But, like, I've always had an interest in growing, and the feeling of having a live plant in the room is similar to having a cat or having a dog, you know? Like, I can feel that plant's presence, and if it's upset, you can see that and feel that, and you know that, and it's it's very different. And I wanted to know about that, so, yeah, I I do enjoy learning about growing and I do enjoy knowing about what weed is and what's in weed because if you're going to smoke it and use it daily you might want to know right yeah absolutely it might help you sleep at night <laughs> yes yes for multiple reasons 
Um, so do you, um, you know, if you're going to go buy some that's not something that you grew, do you really pay attention to uh, the strain name, uh, sativa versus indica, the terpenes? Uh, are those things that you really focus on? For me, what stands out if it's I'm going to buy it from somebody that isn't, maybe it's, we just call him Joe Blow. We get it from Buddy and he, he has his stuff. I'm going to notice... I usually shoot for sativa, as I said, pretty predominantly, but I'm going to notice the chemicals or the or the nutrients that they use to grow this. It stands out like a razor blade to me now because of growing my own weed and doing it without and figuring out what's going on. Like you can, you can feel a harshness to, to certain strains, right? And a lot of times if it's not someone you trust or if it's not legal you're gonna get dealt a pretty shitty hand and it's gonna be rough and you, i notice that every, every time and it it's kind of starting to cause me some trouble because it's so hard to find something i'm content with hmm. okay um but yeah it's it's i like the fact that you are you, you pay attention to that and you know you're doing the research you said if you're going to be p- putting it in you you should know what's what's going on so yeah well, I think a lot more people need to do that as well. It, it obviously didn't come overnight. Like, it wasn't like I woke up the next day and I was like, I know what's in this. Right, right. I know why this is like this. Or why did I have such a bad trip last night? You know, like it might have taken, 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 taken years of, of doing it and maybe messing it up the first seven times to to really know what you're dealing with and to know the difference, right? To know the difference between what you like, what you don't like, and what's good and what's bad. Because, you, you know, you get in situations, especially before it was legal, you didn't have a choice. Yeah, that is true. What's the situation like there? Are there um, dispensaries or or uh, do you, are you able to just get it from people because it's legal? How does it work there in Canada? Anyone's allowed to grow at least four plants here in Canada, and that's legal. So, like, I'll have buddies give me some of their weed that they grew over the summer, and that's really cool. So it's almost like a, it's like September hits, and everybody's a, everybody's a businessman. And here you go, take some of this, and tell me what you think of that. And you're just like, this is the best time of the year. And, <laughs> you know, like that was really cool. But as far as it goes here in Nova Scotia, and I know that it's different in each province, is that. It ch- it changes who's allowed to sell it and who's not in each province. So, like, here the government is only allowed to sell it. And that's not to say that there's not other dispensaries, but technically the government is the only one that sh- is selling it here for the public. And and that changes. Like, I got a buddy in Edmonton, Shadow Cassius Morris, and he... um. um he says that there's no legal dispensaries there and that it's all just regular dispensaries, right? And then he says he wishes that it was in the liquor store like it is here. So it's incredible. Yeah, so it's similar to uh, America where sort of each state or province can sort of control how they want to do things a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Um, so when you, like come September, when everybody's uh, finishing up their grow season and, and they're passing it around to everybody, is that, um, are you doing trades? Are you, are you just giving it away or do people sell? How does that work? You just give it away, man. It's just like, yeah. it's like, it's like one time 
I had a buddy come through and he said, just stop on by when you come home. And you're just handed off with absurd amounts. Like he was like, here, take a branch. <laughs> you know, like it's wow. just like, because like everybody's got it. You're not afraid to give it, right? Right, right. And then from like a selling standpoint, is it technically illegal for somebody to sell their own personal stash to somebody else? Or is it yes. more of like, every, okay, it is technically illegal to do that. Yeah, so like if you if you're gonna do this, give it to your buddies, right? Don't get them in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also like if everybody's got it, it's more of like a hey, let's just trade and see what everybody's got. And you know, I kind of think that's how the world should be run anyway, is by trading and none of this money bullshit. But that's just my own personal thoughts. <laughs> that that's what goes on, right? Like you just get you get guys that are just like, man, I don't want you to go without it, so take some. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very different point of view. It's just like, hey, I'm just, we're looking out for everybody. And, uh, you know, we should all have access to the same stuff. It's the type of co- the connectiveness that I think the weed call, like community needs to grow because like we've been kind of like cast out for so long and it's just getting its wheels under it that if it can get it right from the start, it should. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about if there is any more to say about that. About you know, uh, bringing connection to people through cannabis. Um, I guess there's two sides of that. One side is uh, cannabis bringing people together. Um, there's the uh, bringing the cannabis community together, um, but there's also um, you know. Does the act of getting high, uh, is there something about that that connects people, that brings people together? Well, I think it's like a common ground for some people that like you can be you and still be accepted too, right? Like um, you get like a reassurance that you're not the only one. And there's people that have, have made great success with being a weed smoker and you're like, all right, so it's not a a hindrance, you know, there's, there's more to this than just something like getting, like it's more than just a changed state really. And do you think that, uh, do you think that your view of the world has changed since you started getting high? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like I, I kind of used to think that everything has to be something. And with this, you learn that there's kind of a beauty to everything and that everything doesn't have to be something, but you can make it something if you think about it, if you want it to be. Yeah, I like that. Um, So, uh, yeah, yeah. Are there any more specifics of like how you saw the world beforehand and how you see it now? I guess guess it, it stands out a lot more now. Before... It was, it was, it's intimidating, right? It's, it's huge. You're just a tiny person in the world. But when, when I smoke, I feel like I'm supposed to be here. And then if I I can, you can feel the ground under your feet. Like you're just like, this is where I am, you know? Yeah. Like there's a a sense of purpose a bit more. Yeah. Or at least a, a, a question to find it almost too. A question to find? Yeah, to to find the purpose, you know, like to figure it out. Mm, right, right, right. Yeah, finding, yeah, what what is that? Maybe you don't know the purpose at that moment, but it's more of like, oh, I need to search for this, or I feel like there is a purpose that I, I need to find. 
Absolutely. Or just something to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Just give me something to do. Um, let's see. So, it just did, in a very general sense, what uh, what do you like about cannabis? This might be a bit of a of a repeat of some of the other stuff, but it's you know coming at it from another route. Just what do you like about being high? Well, for me, it's music, right? Like I like I like it for the music, and like it just it was like imagine reading a storybook. But for some reason, there's more words than the lines and there's more to it. And there's just something to be had of it, right? I just found that it just makes that so much more enjoyable. Even though I liked it before, it was just like it was just like this bond that stuck really good. Yeah, bond that stuck good. I like that. Um, how much would you say is part, part a part of your life? I, I'd say it's as it's daily. I'd say it's a part of my life at, at least 25 percent. like i got to be thankful for it because i've made some some great times and great connections like we've had the show going for a little bit over half a year if not more and it's people like look out to it and i remember going to work and having my co-workers be like man i watch that and i like that and i remember like my mom saying that she watches it and loves this sh- the show like that that brought me closer than anything and that's just putting it out there so you think like you have these feelings with pot that you hold inside for so long and then you finally put them out there and it's like you're so connected and that's just the beauty in it right is that something that everyone can feel and everyone can be unique with at the same time mm-hmm. do you feel like having uh having that show brings up that percentage a little bit more going from 25 or does it still feel like it's about 25 percent it definitely brings it up more and and the boys help me deal with this so the boys are like a separate fire right like it's just like yeah we have the show but it's constant information and what are we gonna do what 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 are we gonna do to make it interesting too right so it's it's a it's a big turn and wheel and the more people there is like it's it's just been so much more of a help because i couldn't imagine trying to do it on your own but it is a lot of stuff behind the scenes that doesn't get seen that goes on and gets gets tried out that it it will it will become more than 25 percent, and i i like it to be because then it's becoming part of my life where you want it to be like if you really want we really want to do this as as a business, if we could, you know, like if I was able to take the steps with the show and the boys are able to take the steps with the show, there wouldn't be a no across the board, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, I, I I'm very familiar with all of the behind the scenes stuff. Cause I do a production stuff in general. That's what I've been doing for years and years. So yeah, I'm, um, and also, you know, just having a podcast of my own and I do video work. I'm very aware of there's a lot more that's going on behind the scenes than people realize, uh, you know, people who, who aren't in the production world of any kind. Uh, so, you know, all, all of you listeners who are like that, you can, you can, uh, th- you know, maybe just try and think about what, well, what goes into making something like that? I don't know. I, I like, I like to think about that sort of stuff because I'm sort of familiar with it. So, um, it's, in, it's incredible the workload that Riley and Liam really get going and like, it's, it's it leads to some really moments where like I live an hour away from the boys so when I come up to see some of the stuff it's just like it's breathtaking it's like oh my god guys this is a really special moment you know that's nice 
Um, when you, I, I guess, let's get into a little behind the scenes of, of making of the show. Um, do you get high before you shoot or are you just getting high uh, while you're shooting? Uh, yeah, no, I get <laughs> I get high before we shoot. Okay. And and, and so, sometimes we used to have like, a, we'd watch the, the shows and we'd be like, so we can tell you were how high you were here, how high you were here, <laughs> you know, like it was like, and we shoot, we shoot a couple episodes sometimes a day mm. and he'd we'd be like, well, the second episode, you really shouldn't have had the bong rip before, but here we are, you know, like it's kind of, it's not like it's, it ruins anything, but it's just kind of funny too. Right. Like I, I, if it was a hindrance, it would be upsetting, but right. it's, it's just kind of like a, it's a ritual. I don't find weed takes away from things that I like to have fun with more. I find that it allows me to not be as important as I should be if I want to be. Like if I have to give attention, I want to I want to be sober, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um I thought I had another question about the making of the show. Um do you like do you guys sit down and have like brainstorming sessions when you get high and do you feel like do you feel like you you get sort of new and interesting ideas because you're high? Yeah, like we just got together over before the Christmas break, and we were like, we gotta we gotta plan out some season two, right? And we sat in a circle and was just like, well, what do we want to do this day? Like we we've always been planning, but we just constantly want to stay on top of it. And the closer we are, the more we come up with, right? So, yeah, definitely. Um. Do you think that your your feelings towards pot have changed over the years? I mean, I know it's not six years or so isn't a very long time, but has your relationship with cannabis changed over that time? Yes, because I I had to get to a point where it was almost like a tipping point where I was like, all right, you gotta you gotta figure something out here, right? Like, I I I knew that I couldn't go without weed, but I knew that I couldn't go too too much as well, right? With everything, and if you would have asked me a couple of years ago, is there such thing as smoking too much weed? I would have said no. But for now, I think I think if it takes away you from you, then yes. But I I I just want to want people to see the control in it, right, and the positivity in it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because if it not to bash anything, but if if I was drinking as hard as I could every day, you'd you'd be concerned for me. 100% yeah I I think that there's definitely a difference between uh, cannabis and alcohol do you do you enjoy alcohol as well not not anymore and that's just personally mm-hmm. but I do I did I did love putting the two together there for a while and that was crazy it was like drinking an energy drink or something it was really weird and I loved doing it when I was at the beginning of college but I kind of grew out of it in, a, in the alcohol respect, but it hasn't changed how I feel about weed either. Right. Was that, um, was that a very conscious decision to, st- uh, to drink less alcohol or to drink no alcohol? Absolutely. Like it, it wasn't something I enjoyed when I started smoking weed and like, obviously I felt a little groggy in the beginning of the first few years. I'd feel a little bit of a, someone would call it a weed hangover, but I don't believe those exist anymore to like the seasoned smoker i don't think those happen as much but for me it was just like a sense of 
now I can be all right in a couple of hours. I know we've been talking for what, almost an hour and a half now, and I don't near feel as as buzzed as I did when I first got on the podcast, right, with smoking. And like, I like that feeling. I like the feeling of being able to go and do something after a while. And with alcohol, I, I just felt worse, you know, so I, it just wasn't something I wanted to do to myself anymore. Yeah, I think that's smart. Um, do you, if you, if you quit smoking today, uh, how do you think that that would change your life? I'd miss it. You know, like it's not the fact that I think it would, it would save me some, some money. That's, that's for damn sure. <laughs> but I, I would miss it. And in part of a way, I feel like it would make me tighten back up a little bit and not be, be a little bit more conservative with who I am. And that's an interesting thing to think, but with me, that's not who I want to be, right? I don't want to be, I just don't want to be that. I want to be kind of like a one of those safe places for people. I don't want to feel the bit, a bit of like push pushback towards anyone. So for me, I, I like, I like keeping it open and free, you know? Yeah. So you you feel like you're a slightly different person when you're high and you like that person better. Um, and you feel like that maybe other people like that person too? Yeah. I've, I I wouldn't want, I, I find I don't want to offend people. Like you, you'll get thinking like, well, what, well, should I say this? Do I really want to be that mean to this person? You know, like mm. not, not that you're mean, but you feel the consideration and the empathy for others. You, yeah, you feel like, getting high brings more uh empathy and compassion towards other people for sure and just like you if (laughs) if you were high and someone was being really mean to you that would really upset you so like just in the same respect you wouldn't want to do that to them yeah i 100 percent agree do you think that um if somebody was being mean to you when you're sober and somebody was being mean to you when you're when you're high, do you think that you would react to that in different ways given those two situations? Yes, cuz like in the moment of I said like there was an autopilot feeling, I can feel very concerned, but I can also disregard what just happened when you're high. And it's 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 yeah, and it's a very it's a very solid skill and it's something that that has helped me in a lot of situations, you know, like when bad situations arise, it's it's the moment that I can just disregard some things. Yeah. Um, what, um, you know, obviously, let's assume the, that you have not quit smoking. Um, what do you think that your future with cannabis is going to be like? Well, with the show, I just want to get to a spot where we can make it as as a nice, it might not be a full, full-on business, but as a as a side thing, I think it's a great hobby. You know, like for me, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. When I when I grow weed, it's like they're they're a dog or a cat to me. It's it's that important. And I feel it as such and I know that Riley and Liam, I think both have their their med- medical card to grow and the steps to take that next and to, and to just do that for myself so I don't spend money and do it on a scale that is appropriate like you can you can be doing it on a small scale obviously right now but just for who i am as a person to keep myself afloat that's the future you know 
Yeah, definitely. I hope I hope that uh, whatever you want with your future with cannabis, that you get that. Um, and then uh, just my final question is, uh, what do you want to say to weed? If it uh, if it were going to go for a, away for a while, what would you want it to know? I want I wanted to say thank you because like it's given it's given me the part of me that you can't just make make up, you know, like it's it's just really shown you that you're you should be you too in a way. And you can find this without weed. I'm not saying that that weed is going to magically change you as a person, but it really helped me accept who I was. I uh, I think that there are a lot of people out there who who struggle with that day to day, struggling about uh, or struggling with who they are and maybe what they want to want to be doing. Um, so I hope that uh, if they're enjoying cannabis, that uh, that that helps them. And if they're not enjoying cannabis, maybe it's something that uh, they should think about trying. Yeah, man, I knew that from the day that it was legal and I went and I stood in line for about an hour and a half just to say I did it. I remember seeing like senior citizens and people that have never smoked weed before go there. And I just hope that everybody can give themselves at least a chance, right? Like I'm not forcing it on anybody, but if you want to give it a chance, I feel that you should be able to. Absolutely. Um, Any other last comments that you want to say about uh, cannabis, about your show, about anything else before we sign off here? I just I just want to kind of plug the show because it's it is really special and we are really trying to develop it right now. So we got the show on Facebook, Instagram, we got it on TikTok, we got it on Cannabuzz, we got it on Daily Motion. The first season is out. We got reviews like from BC Bud Supply. We got Top Shelf in Millbrook here in Nova Scotia where we're at. We got High Rollers. We got BS Filters. There's been so many great, um, great people that have helped us out along the way. And like even your show, you guys like you, we can't we can't have fun and we can't be on the internet doing all this stuff without people like you. So the people that have given us the time a day to even watch that's one thing and then the people that have helped us through this that's it's such a beautiful connection to have and i couldn't be any more thankful for it awesome yeah i love uh that that doing things like this is uh bringing people together even in a time where we can't physically be together uh you know you people in the future i'm letting you know we're recording this during this ridiculous pandemic of 2020 and now 2021 um you know even though we can't be together we're still able to be connected in different ways and help each other out and uh that's that's definitely one of the things that i like about doing this show um i've been able to talk to new people and learn about their lives and who they are and what their relationship with cannabis is like and i just love i love all of it uh, and so i look forward to uh, you know, talking with Riley and Liam and uh, and other new people. Yeah, man, I I can't wait to listen and to see what Riley and Liam have to say too, because <laughs> like, there's all there's always so many different perspectives, and and they also relate to this in a totally in their own way, right? So it's it's just it's great because like I can't even see your face right now, but I know how curious and how much you want to share with people and that portrays through the conversation and the questions. And it's just, it's so special in a time like this where I honestly, a lot of social things has gone downhill, you know? So it's just such a special thing that everybody can share. And I think the inclusiveness of everybody is, is really what drives it home. 
100% agree and right back at you. Um, so we are going to uh, finish this interview up. This is uh, definitely a two-parter, as most of mine are, which I, I love. It just, you know, just getting it out there. Um, obviously, I'm going to get all those links from you. And so anything, any of those things that sounded interesting to you people, go check the episode notes. Go check them out on all those different platforms. Uh, go watch their videos give them give them reviews give them likes give them comments whatever it is depending on the platform uh just go and enjoy i mean it's it's all about being fun that's what i liked about uh about your videos is that you're you're just being goofy and having fun with it uh and and it really comes across so uh yeah thank you thank you to uh for you to thank you to you for bringing this uh this entertainment out to the people well, we can't we can't do it without you guys. So we got to be thankful too. And like, the more people we get, the more comes up, right? Like, we get to see so many different people, and it just can't happen without you guys. Yeah, you got to have the viewers, the listeners, the whatever it is. Uh, they make it all worthwhile. Uh, so, thank you to you for listening. You are my listener. Thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, I I. I really enjoyed I enjoyed this interview a lot. There were uh, there were some phrases that I, I wrote down um, that really uh, hit home for me. So thank you for that. Um, of course, you guys, there's going to be another interview next week. It's probably going to be Riley or Liam. I don't know. We'll find out. I haven't done it yet. Um, but uh, yes, some new interviews are coming. I'm going to do this as long as I can. And I am grateful to all of you who are listening. So uh, with that, we are going to end this here. Uh, and until next time, this is Spencer and some other person in the world talking about what it's like to be high. Thank you. Thank you.